Hello and welcome to the Courage to Be podcast, where we explore how to raise your game, lean into discomfort and have more impact and purpose. I am your host, Sinead Millard. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to this week's solo episode, How to Learn to Stay. And it's how to learn to stay with the unpleasant feelings that we all experience on a daily basis. And further to that, what's the benefit of actually turning towards our pain and paying attention and fully feeling even the um, heavier or unpleasant feelings um, that come up for us? I think the first thing to say is that humans are hardwired to avoid pain and to seek pleasure so our conditioning is to distract ourselves or to come out of our bodies or to avoid feeling um that feeling whether that's anxiety sadness hurt anger and i think it's important for us to really highlight the fact that this is our natural reflex is to turn away universally and The reason I think that's an important starting point is that unless we're aware that this is our conditioning, then we'll fail to give it the discipline or attention that it needs. So very often, like if I am to look at my week, I I am sure there's been lots of occasions where I was feeling anxious, I was feeling sad, I was feeling hurt. I mean, these can just be in small moments of our life. You know, it can be after um, a tough conversation with somebody, feedback from your boss. It just, you know, I think we can all reflect on, on our days and our weeks and know that the various different things that can raise all these sorts of emotions and some of those are pleasant and some of those are not. Um, but I guess looking back and saying, what do I do when I feel angry? What do I do when I feel sad? You know, do I do I sit with it? Do I check in and say, gosh, what's that feeling like in my body? Do I have a look at the sensations or feel those sensations or deeply acknowledge and pay attention to what that feels like in my body? Or do I distract myself? Do I come into my mind and try to cognitively understand or problem solve? Do I distract myself by eating or drinking or emailing or messaging or ringing somebody? So that starting point of knowing that our conditioning is to avoid pain. So we're all avoiding it in some way or another. And I think the extent to which we're avoiding it will vary. And I think for me, I've started to play with this much more. When I say play with it, it's paying more attention to my body and paying more attention to the feelings as opposed to needing to understand them. So it's easy for me to live in my mind. It's easy for me to ask why. Why am I sad? Why am I hurt? Why did that happen? It's harder for me to just feel and and not ask anything. I think it's harder for us as general in hu- as humans because of this conditioning. You know, survival, avoid pain. You know, when when I say we're hardwired to avoid avoid pain, you know, that's also kind of ancestral and the brain says oh that's better you've avoided it but when it comes to emotional pain avoiding pain is actually not beneficial so I think even as a quick exercise pick one thing that you've been avoiding and bring it close to you maybe it's a conversation you had earlier this week maybe it's something that's going on at work 
Maybe it's something to do with your children, your partner, a friendship. And now just drop all stories you have about it. Right, so drop all the narrative around what you just brought to your mind and just experience it in your body. And, you know, you may not do this right now. You can, you can pause the audio and 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 actually take part, but just experience in your body. What does it feel like? And if you were to even like sometimes the word feeling like what, what are the sensations like? Do you feel the sensations are a little bit stronger in one part of your body? And what would it feel like just to breathe into those sensations, that energy, whatever you'd like to refer to it as we're talking about. So if you if you've brought something to mind and it left you feeling quite anxious, like, and then you were to just sit with that, what does that anxiety feel like in your body? Or if it left you feeling sad or hurt, what does that feel like in your body? And I think it's, you know, sometimes the the fear of a bad feeling is much worse than the reality of that. And, you know, I'm, I'm talking here, I, I, there are certain levels of pain that perhaps are too hard to embody at a point in time. And I, I'm more talking about our day to day interactions here or day to day experiences, you know, where we feel like we, we, we may be have a quick phone call with their boss and they say, look, I just need to let you know that presentation just wasn't up to scratch yesterday. Right now, what happens in that moment in time? So you get off that call and what are you left feeling? You know, does it bring up some of that heavy feeling that comes with rejection, like hurt or just, oh God, feeling quite heavy and, and lousy? Now, what do you do? Do you give yourself the space to be with that feeling? Not to name it, not to add narrative to it, not to problem solve or, and I think, you know, it, it's interesting because sometimes it's so safe for us to go to our mind or perhaps you pick up the phone and you ring your partner or your friend and you say, okay, I just got this feedback and like, here are all my thoughts on it, right? Now, I'm not saying that there's a place for reflection, right? But there's also a place for fully stepping into our body and allowing ourselves to experience it because you're experiencing rejection it doesn't it's it, it, so like almost this thing where it's like well no if I go into problem solving mode it's going to make me feel better but the feeling is still there now, even if you don't fully agree with what your boss is saying you, the, the, if you felt rejected you felt rejected and I think this that the point is that It's allowing these feelings to move through us is, is such an important practice. And yet, very often the resistance to what is, is what really causes the suffering. And actually that brings to mind two great formulas that Tara Brock shared. And the first one is pain multiplied by resistance equals suffering. Right, so let's just look at that one first. So when we resist pain, we suffer. And I've heard it being said, and I'm paraphrasing here, but pain is inevitable, but suffering is optional. And so we're all going to experience pain. It's unavoidable. 
But how we deal with that pain will determine how it affects us. And if we avoid it and if we resist it and if we turn it away from, 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 from it, then that causes suffering. And then pain multiplied by presence equals freedom. And yeah, I mean, I, I love this. And I think that pain multiplied by presence. So being present with our pain equals freedom. So I think for me, two things come to mind, which is we're allowing that feeling to move through us. So therefore it's not getting stuck and there's no heaviness because deep down, you know, when you, when we, even if it's unconscious, if we unconsciously turn away from um, sadness or hurt, we, we kind of know we've done that. It's a little bit like if I bring to mind, like just when, when I'm with my children, right? And it's, it's if one of them is clearly sad or hurt or angry about something, right? If I choose to ignore that, right, which is just like, oh, you know what? If I give it too much attention, it'll just get worse. It's not really how it works. So as soon as I give attention, as soon as I acknowledge the fact that or help them understand first, help them label you're feeling sad, you're feeling hurt, and then just allow them to feel it as opposed to come on out, you're fine, you know, you'll be okay. (laughs) And I think even as a parent, I've had moments where I'm like, oh gosh, you know, if I really indulge in her being this sad or angry, she'll just get worse. But, but it's never the case. As soon as I give attention, as soon as I recognize and allow her to feel this, it moves through much quicker. And it's the same with us as adults. It's like, if we are ignoring parts of ourselves that are asking for attention, that need our attention, Uh, then deep down we know there's a disconnection there we're not connected we know we're ignoring something and there's a suffering that comes with that so if we then look at I think I think the big thing here to say is that if we start to look at the skills that we might adopt to begin to turn towards our pain a little bit more so even just imagining and if you're a day ahead and you have an experience that brings up a difficult emotion for you, um, how might um, things look different today? How could you pay more attention to this? And the first thing I'd say is just learning to notice. So the first thing that I mentioned was our conditioning is to, to kind of turn away and our natural reflexes to avoid or distract. So even just noticing what you naturally do. How do you distract yourself? Do you pick up the phone? Do you go online? Do you eat? Do you drink? You might even notice your natural reflex is to do X, Y, Z when you experience an uncomfortable feeling. And then taking the practice a little bit further, I think noticing is great, even bringing that that attention to what you do. Um, And maybe for some of you, you're in a practice whereby you notice that you're having a feeling, you notice that you feel anxious, you notice that you feel sad and and you fully embrace that and you feel that and you pay attention to that. So you all know where you are on that individually. I think we're all at a very different kind of, there's a spectrum in terms of how often we turn away from pain and, you know, we all know what that is for us individually. So I would say then the second thing is now can we just play with coming back? 
So can you start to inhabit your body when you experience pain? So you, can you find a way, even if it's 30 seconds, sorry, bang the chair, 30 seconds of you going, I'm feeling sad here and just dropping into your body and checking in with those sensations. And as I said, usually the sensations are not as bad as what we anticipate or what we fear. And then I think it's like if we look at what we're trying to do here is pay more attention, be in our bodies more. Right. And I guess this comes back to one of the benefits of meditation. And, you know, I'm not not here to necessarily say that everyone should be meditating. But what I'm saying is that finding different ways to pay attention so yes, there's paying attention in the moment, which is um, you have a hard conversation with a friend or a partner or you're left feeling hurt or sad or anxious. And in that moment, you take time to check in with your body and, and allow yourself to feel the sensations um, that are running through your body as it relates to a particular feeling. Um, but then there's also just generally paying attention. So that could be when you're in the bath I find that quite useful for some reason I don't know why but I'll just check in and just pay attention to the sensations in my body and I know that very often I value turning on a podcast or turning on music and it's like even just trying to be in my body without a podcast in the background without music just being there can be so many ways to distract ourselves some of those might appear healthy listening to a personal development podcast but you know what staying with and being in your body I know for me that's what I need more than I need anything else and even I've talked about this I think briefly before but when I get into bed at night something that I quite find quite hard but something I've been practicing is just for one minute before I pick up a book or have a conversation or listen to an audio book or a podcast just being with the day so almost like check it getting into my body now getting into your body there's so many ways in which we might do this you might just focus on one part of your body like for me right now I'm sitting on my seat at my desk and for me if I was to kind of ask myself to come into my body right now I would usually ground my feet I find it quite easy to come into my body through my feet I think they're quite anchored they're touching the floor I can bring my attention to my feet quite quickly I don't have pain in my feet whereas I sometimes have pain in my like shoulders and neck or kind of it's just an easier part of my body to access um, so when you get into bed at night you might just focus on your breath or just find a way to come into your body and process or not even process that's too big of a word just sit with your body and the sensations within it and and I've had conversations with clients like, I don't know why that sometimes feels hard like I've had even if I've had a good day sitting with the sensations that I'm experiencing in my body just sitting with without any distractions can sometimes be challenging and I think what we need to remind ourselves is everything belongs. It all belongs to us. We can't cherry pick the pleasant feelings, the highs. We, we must, like, the, okay, the benefit. So I talked about that benefit of fully paying attention and experiencing the painful and unpleasant emotions. And part of that being that, well, they move through us quicker, but also the learnings. So, that's a huge part of our experience of what it is we need to learn about ourselves 
if we're avoiding pain, we, that we're really limiting our identity and our potential, we remain quite small because so much of the learning and so much of the wisdom is coming through these tougher experiences, depending on how we acknowledge these experiences and the feelings that come with each of these. So I think to, to start to close things off, I, I think with these subjects, you know, I could sit here and describe to you what a hug feels like. But I think we all know that unless you go out and experience a hug, it's 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 very difficult for somebody to articulate what that feels like. So I would say just, you know, you we will all be at a very different stage with this. But where what's been most important for you in, in this in this episode? Where, where should you potentially start is it just checking in with your body um, a few times a day? Is it noticing um, what you do when you experience a heavy or uncomfortable or a lazy feeling? Do you practice coming back to that feeling? Being with that feeling even for 20 seconds as opposed to maybe yesterday you totally avoided that feeling? Maybe noticing when something happens. Do you want to pick up the phone? Do you want to jump online? Do you want to go get something to eat? What do you do when, when an uncomfortable feeling? So just bring a little bit of consciousness to that. And, and this is about keeping it super simple. You know, at this stage, th- there's no need to even label it. We don't need a narrative. We don't need an understanding that's coming out of the body and into the mind. Just feeling it. Just practicing. And even if you practice for one minute today, two minutes tomorrow, Um, I'm building on that. Now, I've also written a little poem. (laughs) Oh, God, this is a bit wild. But I mean, I wasn't really going to share this, but I did write this last night and I definitely wouldn't share it on social. So I thought it's kind of safe to share it with you guys on my podcast. Um, Feel you got my back. (laughs) And uh, yeah, I guess I don't have to see your reactions as well. So the title is If Painful Feelings Had a Voice, Please Stay pay me attention. I know I'm a little unpleasant, but please don't ignore me. I belong. I know I don't compare to other feelings, the feelings of pleasure, joy, calm and love, but I have my place. My name is anger, sadness, hurt. I'm even hard to say aloud, but I don't even need you to say me aloud. I just need you to feel me. Physically, I might feel heavy. Mentally, I might feel lazy. But I promise you, if you see me, if you feel me, I won't stay forever. I hate it when you turn your back on me. I see you try to fix me, distract yourself from me. But honestly, I'm not so bad. Please just see me. Please just feel me. There we go, guys. Um, There's my Creative Friday. Have a gorgeous weekend and see you back here next week. Thank you so much for listening. If there's something that you've heard in this episode that has resonated with you, or perhaps you think it could benefit someone else, then please do share this link or start the conversation. If you haven't done so already, click on the subscribe button in your listening app. And as always, I really value your feedback. So please rate and review this podcast on Apple Podcasts. And for more information, full show notes, links and resources, you can pop over to my website, SineadMillard.com. See you next time back here on The Courage To Be.